What's going on, everybody? Welcome and welcome back. This is Real Reality Realness with Sean Ellis Rogers, the podcast where I, your host, Sean, dives deeper into reality television than most people watching feel is necessary and asks all the questions about what they don't want out. Today, we're diving into the real reality of Bravo and bullshit. I have CJ, the housewife collector, your favorite correspondent, back on the show today to give all of his opinions on the Married to Medicine reunion and just a bunch of Bravo and, you know, the like, the HCU, the things of the things. Get ready because he's about to spill some tea and gather all the bones on all the shows that we're watching on America's allegedly favorite network. Locking while I clock in because CJ is about to get into it. What is up, everybody? It is CJ, a.k.a. The Housewife Collector, back again to continue talking about all of the tea and the collections that have been gathering up in the HCU. But first, I do want to talk about my feelings about Bravo. So... When you think of Bravo, what is the first thing that comes to mind? Housewives. And if your answer isn't housewives, then we ain't watching the same shit. So on Bravo, I really mainly want to see housewives, whichever franchise, it doesn't matter. But the shows I am not so into at the moment the non-housewife shows Southern Charm Vanderpump Rules Winter House Real Girlfriends in Paris those types of shows Love Match Atlanta I'm not into those shows the only non-housewife shows I can say for sure that I would tune into would be Married to Medicine Summer House and maybe Family Karma. I haven't finished the season three premiere yet because I don't know if I'm into it. But maybe Family Karma. Let me dissect this. Southern Charm. I liked Southern Charm last season, back in February 2021 and all that stuff. I watched it. I thought it was interesting. Made my blood boil a little bit, but I thought it was interesting. I liked the reunion. I fell asleep to it. But it was a replay, so don't worry. And I was expecting it to come back sooner. So I think the year and a half delay kind of made me fall out of it a little bit to the point where I just wasn't interested. And also, I got tired of the Southern Charm men, I mean boys, real quick. Because not only did I know, not only were they on Southern Charm at the time, now they're going to be on Winter House. And I was like, okay, I don't like that. I don't. I don't want to give them more platforms than they need. Oh, but then I come to find out they're also going to be 
on season, at the time, season six of Summer House. So I got to deal with these immature Southern men, not on their own show, now on three shows for no reason. Now, God, I don't know what I did to you to deserve to be cursed with this, but I do not want to see the Southern Charm boys on three different shows. Like, I don't even like them on their own show. Season eight really turned me off. So much so, I didn't even watch the rest of the season. I didn't make it past episode three, the stupid ass dog wedding. I mean, Patricia, a dog wedding. Now, as cute as a dog wedding sounds, on a reality show, it's quite boring. Especially on a show that already has low viewership. So honestly, I think that show needs to be canceled. Just, just stop it, bro. It's... Mm -mm. And many people agree with me. Southern Charm this season was a hot mess. Very disorganized. The storylines felt everywhere. The plot wasn't plotting. And Craig's ego needs to go down. Shep is... Oh. Shep is the epitome of misogynistic, toxic relationships. He's a narcissist. He's a hoe. And he will always be a hoe. Because every time he gets into a relationship, he can't take it seriously. Because he cheats. Shep Rose, if you hear this, you are a known pathological cheater. You will and always will be a cheater. You will never marry and you will never have kids. And if you do have kids, it's because you came inside a woman during unprotected sex. And that is the truth. As Mary Cosby said, this is the truth. Craig, I do not like you with Paige. I think Paige deserves so much better than you. You gaslit her during season six of Summer House. Made her out to be crazy. You know, somehow your feelings were butthurt when she was still with Andrea, but you was hooking up with Naomi, honey. Make it make sense. This is why people don't like you. And you are not the most famous person on Bravo. Okay, I can guarantee you that. The most famous person on Bravo is probably Teresa Judice, Nene Leakes, Ramona Singer, you know, Housewives. You are bottom of the barrel famous on Bravo. If anything, you're one of the least famous. You're not the richest man on Bravo. You're not the most famous man on Bravo. Your ego needs to come down. And I think the only way for your ego to come down is if you are just dismissed from all these shows. And you lose that paycheck. That'll get you humble real quick. Because your pillow business ain't doing it, honey. Just because you make pillows doesn't mean you are you are all that. You are the shit. Because you are the shit. The shit that comes out of my asshole every time I eat too much food and I got a shit. You're the literal shit. But you ain't the shit. And Austin... Mm-mm. The whole thing with Lindsay and Ciara was all you, buddy. That was all your fault. You led two girls on into thinking that they were getting into something serious. But you wanted just some damn pussy of different shades. Mm-mm-mm. Olivia B. Flowers, if you hear this shit, run. Run to the hills. Austin, he's gonna cheat on you. Do not do it, girl. Taylor, do not go back to Shep. 
Do not. Get with anybody else but Shep. Please. Know your worth, sis. Know your worth. As someone who has been cheated on, as someone who has been used for sex when I thought I was getting into something serious, don't do it, girl. Know your worth. Know your worth. So, in Winter House, who asked for Winter House? I know there was a period in my life where I was like, imagine if they did a, a house for every season, you know, Winter House, Fall House, Spring House. Wouldn't that be funny? I wasn't expecting y'all to take me seriously. No. I don't, me personally, we don't need Winter House. Has it had some benefits? Yes, it blessed us with the gorgeous and very sexy Italian stallion, Andrea Denver. But other than that, it's not giving us anything. Y'all officially, officially lost me when y'all thought it was a good idea to bring on Tom Schwartz and Tom Sandoval from Vanderpump Rules onto the damn show and give them confessionals. Pitiful little hoe. That's what this show is. Stop giving these unworthy people a platform. We are still tired from Kyle and Amanda from last season. We are sick and tired of Paige and Craig. The whole entire cast is tired. At least for me. I don't like none of these bitches. Or care to like any of these bitches. Besides Lindsay and Carl. And since Lindsay wasn't on this season, y'all had to really go out there and get you a Jessica. Who literally looks like the younger version of Lindsay. That is sad. Say you wanted Lindsay on season two without saying it. Pitiful little hoe. Moving on to Vanderpump Rules. That show is toxic. I don't know why y'all Why does... To those who want Stassi, Kristen, and Jax back, y'all are delusional. Delusional. And I'm going to stick beside it. Stassi and Kristen had a racial attack on former Vanderpump Rules star Faith Stowers. But yet y'all are willing to look over that fact and bring them back because they were interesting. Because they brought the drama. Let's not forget the time where Stassi literally hit Kristen in the face. Nobody punished her for it, but when Kristen tried to get up and get retaliation, everyone was like, whoa, 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 Kristen. Are y'all for fucking real? Don't get me started on Jax Taylor. Y'all know how he is. A whole ass misogynist, narcissist, egotistical son of a bitch who had the misfortune of reproducing. Brittany, what do you see in this man, honey? What do you see? All I see is jagged teeth and a sharp ego. He always tries to get onto these reality shows and do these projects and try to stay relevant, but they always fail, as they should. I don't know why she thought it was a good idea to reproduce with that man. Disgusting. Jax makes me want to vomit. And honestly, season 9 was boring. I couldn't even make it to episode 2. Cancel this bitch after this season, please. And I say after this season because they already wrapped filming on season 10. I don't even know how they got renewed, honey. If y'all can renew Vanderpump Rules, y'all could have renewed Shots of Sunset. Which unfortunately got canceled. 
like what a year ago earlier this year i don't remember like april or something like that i don't know but they're filming a spinoff which i also don't care to watch we have too many damn spinoffs on bravo stop it stop it stop it i don't want to see all these weddings i don't want to see all these restaurant shows put that shit on food network okay put that shit on food network put it on netflix put it on peacock but do not put it on my tv screen okay in fact put all of these extra ass shows onto peacock and put real housewives ultimate girls trip and real housewives of miami onto my tv screen air that shit on bravo whether it's four episode premiere or one episode premiere air it all honey air it all okay what else am i gonna talk about yeah love southern hospitality love a spinoff we don't need that we don't need that no thank you what has leva done to deserve a spinoff she's been on this show officially for two seasons and barely anybody likes her so what warranted a spinoff we just met you girl we don't even know you I mean, come on. The bar is low. The bar really is low. You can literally, at this point, you could literally be on any of these Bravo shows for one season and somehow get a spinoff. Thankfully, these spinoffs are usually one season long, so it's not like we're gonna get a season two of any of these bitches. Thank God. Thank the Lord. Have mercy on my soul. Or so help me, God. Now, let me talk about Real Girlfriends in Paris. Because this show really pisses me the fuck off. First of all, nobody asked for this show. I was honestly surprised when I saw it announced. Like, who asked for another Paris-based reality show? Who asked for another Paris-based TV show in general? Paris is overused and overrated. I don't, there have been hundreds, if not thousands of shows, movies, documentaries, reality shows that are based in Paris and y'all wanted to do this shit. And to add insult to injury, these aren't even real Persians or Parisians, however you say it. Like two of them are from New York or somewhere in America and only like one of them is from Paris. And I can't stand that stupid, smart-ass, fancy girl bitch who's always like, Oh, I live in Paris. You know, I work in fashion. I love Francois. You know, you know the y'all know which one I'm talking about. The super fancy one that tries to act all formal. You know, the one that wore those stupid-ass monocles. Hosting that um, blind date session. Girl, you doing too much. And people are like, oh my god, I missed the show already. It already ended? The finale aired already? When? See, that's how you know it's unpopular. People are already talking about how much they missed the show already. I didn't even know the shit ended. When did it end? A month ago? A week ago? Yes. I, I, last I checked, it was like a couple weeks ago. Damn, so that show been ended. And yet, none of us realized it. I hope it gets canceled. 
because what the fuck i can't i can't i can't people are saying oh my god when that girl threw that drink on that like snooty best friend with the fur coat oh my god so iconic sis if it was iconic the whole internet would be talking about it the whole hcu would be talking about it guess how many people actually talked about it three i've barely seen any girlfriends in paris posts and you want to know why i haven't seen any girlfriends in paris posts that bitch never hit two hundred thousand views not once the highest was like 194,000 and I think that says enough that's enough said I mean girly leave that shit to Netflix Netflix has a better chance of having a teen reality show be successful I mean look at the circle look at love is blind look at too hot to handle those shows are already going on to their third, fourth, fifth seasons. Whereas Real Girlfriends in Paris probably won't even get a season two. Leave that shit to Netflix. Bravo. Bravo's demographic is more middle-aged people. Middle-aged women. Don't try nothing to draw in the 16-year-olds. Because I guarantee you it did not work. How much you want to bet most 99% of the people who watched Real Girlfriends in Paris was a 40-year-old who was bored at home and was like, eh, I'll give it a shot. Exactly. So stop. If you are going to do a show that is based in Paris, how about we film people who are actually from Paris? People who actually speak Francois, French. Why do we always need to Americanize these international shows just to have it on bravo we don't need all these white bitches you want to do real girlfriends in paris get real girlfriends who actually live in paris and speak french fluently and are from paris is it really that hard it's muy difficile to find those who live in paris no it's not literally every woman on earth lives in paris because it's so aesthetic and so beautiful like oh my god i have to have the french experience of eating a crumpet and a baguette during the sunset while staring at the eiffel tower and living my international dreams hashtag self like mm -mm. y'all lost me at that one love match atlanta we already have so many Atlanta-based shows, chair. Just go look on VH1. Look on MTV. We already got Real Housewives of Atlanta and Married to Medicine. Why do we need another Atlanta-based show? We got Love and Hip Hop. Like, we have Bad Girls Club. We have all of the Black Ink crew, I think, as well. We have all of these Atlanta-based reality shows. And y'all still want to add more? Love Match Atlanta flopped. Real Girlfriends in Paris flopped. Okay? It ain't working, so don't bring them back. It ain't working. Stop it. Quit while you're ahead. Thank you. Thank you. 
So yeah, if I were, let's revamp this shit. Keep all the housewives on Bravo, plus Summer House and Married to Medicine. Put the rest on Peacock or just dump that shit. Bravo, I hope you're listening. Now, there are some rumors going around. There are some rumors, honey. Heather Dubrow. I don't even know if I talked about this in my last podcast. But Heather Dubrow wants to join Beverly Hills. And leave OC. Because she thinks she's better than the Orange County women and a class above them. And apparently she's sick and tired of Tamara Judge. And I'm feeling a little bit meh on this. You know, I would love to see Heather on Beverly Hills. Because that does seem more her vibe. And she is moving to L.A. I could see her holding a diamond, but at the same time, I don't know, stay in Orange County. But Orange County is a far drive from LA, so that wouldn't really work out so well. But apparently Bravo doesn't want housewives switching cities to be a common thing. I don't know why they don't want that to be a common thing. I mean, y'all saw how we reacted to Taylor Armstrong joining Orange County. We fucking love that shit. So I don't get why they see a problem with it normalize this because a lot of these housewives would actually do much better in a different city you know i believe kenya moore would do better on beverly hills to be honest but that's just me what about the housewives that moved to a city where housewives used to film claudia jordan i think lives in dallas now she almost got casted for season six of housewives of dallas So cast her, you know? I mean, come on. Like, they should do it. So that way, Vicky Gunvalson can take Heather Dubrow's place and come back full-time for season 18. It makes sense to me. And then they can boost Taylor to full-time. That's just me. That's just my opinion. In other news, Kelly Dodd, and I hate that we're even talking about her, but Kelly Dodd is calling out her ex-husband, Michael, because he attacked her in her messages, calling her a dumb whore, a prostitute, a bitch, all of these horrible, horrible names. And apparently, not only is he doing it, so is his wife, Laura White. And they're not only attacking Kelly Dodd, but they are also attacking her husband, Rick Leventhal, the former Fox News anchor. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't like this. I don't like either of these couples one bit. They both put a sour taste in my mouth and made me want to kill myself. But this is news currently, so I am delivering it to the podcast. And now Kelly wants sole custody of her daughter, Jolie. I'm not even going to lie. I thought Kelly already had full custody of Jolie. So I'm surprised that she's still fighting for custody. I thought she already had that. But apparently I was wrong. But I do hope Kelly gets full custody of Jolie. Because Jolie do be spending most of the time with her anti-ways. You know. I want to dive into my food so bad. But do we have any more... Oh, there is also more tea regarding Juan Dixon. Apparently, his time on Real Housewives of Potomac is up. Because production is not looking to 
have him on screen anymore. And you know what that means? That means Robin's wedding can't be on TV, if that's the case. Mina Robin Dixon might be out of a job for season eight, unfortunately. Because her storyline's always her damn fiance, it's always Juan Dixon. But apparently, Juan Dixon turned a blind eye to a female athlete, I believe, who was like sexually harassed or something like that. I didn't read the full article, but he turned a blind eye to it and was in on it and didn't say shit. And now they're coming for him. So I am so glad Juan Dixon is not here right now. Now, up in New Jersey, it has been revealed that Melissa and Joe did indeed join the Real Housewives of New Jersey without Teresa's knowledge. Teresa did not know they were joining the show. Therefore, these lies Melissa has been spewing have been, well, proven to be a lie. And the whole christening situation happened because Joe Gorga wanted to have a moment like Teresa Judice's table flip back in season one and so then now as we know the iconic christening was all because joe gorga wanted a second of fame and they only joined melissa and joe joined the show to get famous to get rich and teresa's confirmed that money and fame has destroyed their family and i can believe that so i do hope this is the gorga's last season because all they do is talk shit about Teresa. That's all they do. And that's all they will ever do. And it's sad. Teresa's out here living her best life with her friends, her family, and her newfound husband, Louis Ruelas. And here, Melissa Gorga and Joe Gorga at BravoCon, all they did was shit on Teresa. That's not what family is. Blood, and that is proof that blood does not make you family. Blood is not thicker than water. Water is thicker than blood in this case. And apparently Teresa never threw out those sprinkle cookies. It was actually her mother-in-law, which is ironic. And Teresa's New Jersey dream cast is actually the season one and two cast of New Jersey. Dina Manzo, or I guess Dina Canton in this case, because she got remarried. Danielle Staub, Caroline Monzo, and Jacqueline Lorita, and obviously Teresa Judice. And I'm honestly surprised that this is her dream cast, especially considering that she included Jacqueline, Caroline, and Danielle. Because last I checked, she and Danielle had beef because of the falling out in season 10. She and Caroline were getting into it at BravoCon. And last I remembered, she and Jacqueline were not on good terms. But that cast realistically wouldn't happen because Danielle said she was done with Bravo. Dina most definitely is not coming back to TV because she, does, she doesn't like that shit and she don't even watch TV anymore. She barely even on her phone. All she does is post about positivity every once in a while. And Jacqueline moved to Las Vegas. So really, the most likely chance would just be Caroline coming back. I would love to see Danielle Staub back full-time. She deserved a full-time spot, at least from season 9 and 10. But she was robbed. She should come back. Team Danielle. Team Beverly. Now, over there, 
across the river in New York City. Season 14 of the reboot has started filming. And I gotta admit, I'm not excited. I'm not. The cast just turned me off. It's I'm, I wasn't feeling it. I'm feeling some of the I'm feeling some of the newbies. I might just watch the first episode and then call it at that. But so far, I don't I don't know. I'm not I don't think it's gonna look great. I don't the future's not looking great. I am looking forward to Legacy though. As long as Ramona Singer, okay, as long as Ramona Singer is not on that bitch. She is racist as fuck. Get her off my screen. I don't even want Luann there. I'm not even looking forward to Luann and Sonya spinoff. I'm not. It's boring. It's tacky. And we're over it. And don't get me started on Bethany Frankel's podcast, Rewives. Girl. You were on The Real Housewives of New York City for three seasons. Then you left. Did all of your, you know morning shows you know the bethany frankel show you did your little million dollar listing stunt or whatever with that other dude and guess what happened that shit failed and when that shit failed what did you do you came crawling back to Rowney to join season seven and you were on that bitch from season seven to season 11 where you did your skinny girl margarita shit that's the only. Skinny Girl Margarita and Be Strong are probably the only two successful things you will ever have. You tried the big shot with Bethany on HBO Max. That shit got canceled. And the people that were on the show said you were rude as hell. All of your business ventures, or at least most of them, have failed. And guess what Bethany does every time that shit fails? She comes back to Housewives. She, she didn't return to the show this time. No, now she's going to watch it all from the beginning season one and give her thoughts and opinions as if we give a fuck still bethany girl we are tired of you every time you fail in one of your ventures you come back in some form to housewives not only that but you constantly talk shit about housewives and how they never uplift women but now you want to talk about it you even said yourself, I would never return to Housewives full time, but I would love to be a producer. Girl, so you're shitting on the very thing that gave you your fame, but now you want to go back to it. It's not making no damn sense. You like Naomi Olindo coming back to Southern Charm this season, tail tucked between her legs and going on an apology tour after she shot on the show after she left season six. Bethany, we are over you and we are tired. We're done. Mm-mm. Let's see. Is there any other news that I didn't cover? No, I don't think there's any more news. So with that, I will bid everyone adieu. I hope you have a great day, a great night. And this is New Jersey, New York CJ. You can follow me on Instagram at the Housewife Collector. Peace.
let's try this again. So, last night, I, I'm trying to... Mm, so this episode is going to be about the tea I was trying to spill last night before I was so rudely cut off by a weather alert because there is currently a Category 1 hurricane heading towards me. So, yeah, that was the reason. And I was really upset, but I did share my married to medicine take so i could at least get that out of the way just in case i got more weather alerts and i did but it was much later after that podcast aired but let's get into it guys as you already know i'm the housewife collector aka cj and i'm here to collect these housewives because girl Some of these bitches need to come correct now. But first, I want to talk about family karma. I'm not really feeling it, to be honest with you. Maybe because it's been a year and a half. I don't know why Bravo's been waiting a year and a half to drop these new seasons. I'm kind of sick of it. Because Family Karma season two, honey, finished, what, July 2021? And now it is... November of 2022. That's a long ass time for a new season, chair. It's a long time. You know, I I was excited, but then by the time it premiered, I wasn't really excited. No. But I watched it. I haven't finished the episode yet, but it just feels so different and so weird. And here's why. Because apparently Anisha's on the outs outs with everybody. And it's just not making sense to me. She couldn't show up to Vishal's wedding on time. Or thought she couldn't make it. But that somehow makes her a bad friend. Now, could she have pre-planned it and gone around it better? Sure. But I don't think Anisha's a bad friend. But I do think she should have explained to everybody that she finally got a man she finally got a boo but he lives in arizona so she went and moved to scottsdale arizona honey to be with her new man Mm -mm -mm. and i think they got engaged like a month ago if i remember correctly i saw a news article about her getting engaged so at least she has something to do for season four but her being on the house with everyone and her being in arizona i feel like she should have been more of a side character or a friend or whatever you want to call it this season because we didn't see her until like halfway into the first episode of season three so that that did make me feel a little bit weird and what happened to that other friend that was in the cast photo for season two i forgot his name but he's he's not on the show this season i don't think so i wonder what happened to him but why are all these indian men so fine Because in my day-to-day experience with Indian men, emphasis on in my day-to-day experience, the Indian men I come across aren't attractive at all. You know, maybe the ones I see on Instagram were like showing their workout routines and they big booties and whatnot. But like in person or on these dating apps, I ain't never really seen a fine Indian man. But on Family Karma, all these men are so fine. 
at least the Indian ones. Brian is fine. Vishal is fine. Amrit is fine. Don't get me started on Rish. Ooh, Rish. Ooh. Monica. Girl, you hit the jackpot on that one. I love his cheeks. Facial cheeks. I can already tell when you kiss him, his cheeks kind of go, you know, they puff up. Oh my God, and his lips look so delicious. Mm -mm 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 -mm. My bussy is tightening up. Mm, girl. All these men are so fine. Like, holy shit. I want what they're having. I see why y'all get married. I see why y'all want to have kids together. I get it, girl. But Lopa Auntie needs to get it together, girl. She's been having this beef for too damn long. And sis, you are old. Let's not have beef when we are old, honey. Put it aside. Grow up. Period. Love the wedding, though. But it just felt very... It felt very fast-paced, too. Everything just... The whole episode... I, well, not the whole episode because I didn't watch the whole episode, but I'm like halfway through the episode, almost done with it. And it just felt so fast paced. It was just like, ooh. And apparently they didn't start filming this season till January. Which is very confusing. I was like, damn, y'all took that long to start filming? That long? That's five months, honey. Uh uh. If Family Karma wrapped in July 2021, they should have started filming in November or something. But I guess it's good they started in January so they could capture the wedding and everything that follows. But still, we were waiting a year and a half, honey. Y'all need to stop. Stop it. We waited a year and a half for Southern Charm, a year and a half for Family Karma, almost a year and a half for Married to Medicine. Like, Married to Medicine Season 9 didn't premiere until a year after the Season 8 reunion. It just, that just bugs me. It, it really does bug me. Mm-mm-mm. So. And tea ways. Now let's really spill the tea. I'm gonna go back. Let's dive into the Beverly Hills tea. So, allegedly, Diana Jenkins, Crystal Kung Minkoff, and potentially Lisa Rinna are on the chopping block for season 13. And honestly, I got no complaints over here, okay? Oh, but CJ, we thought you liked Crystal. I did. I did like my girl Crystal until she blocked me on Instagram. So now she can go crawl into a hole and die, honey. Get fired. I hope she hears this. She can get fired just like her good sis Diana Firecracker Jenkins. Because Crystal, first episode season 12 was like, Diana's a firecracker. If you mess with her, it's like a nuclear war. Yeah, Diana's a firecracker. But she's a firecracker that won't fucking crack. It's the firecracker you throw on the ground, expecting it to be like popping and shit and loud. And it, and it just don't do shit. It just bounces off the ground and sits there. And regarding grudges, yes, she can hold a grudge, okay? We've seen her bully the fuck out of Sutton all season and not let her foot off her neck. 
and obviously the Sutton and Garcelle haters are gonna be like oh my god yes Queen Diana you're just misunderstood oh my what the fuck oh oh got scared for a second I heard a noise but you, you know how them Sutton and Garcelle, Garcelle haters be like they are insufferable but what I cannot stand is when people say, oh, Diana's just misunderstood. She needs a second season to, like, really open up and make people hear her. No, bitch. Diana is not misunderstood. Let's make that clear. Oh, but she came from Bosnia. So, you know, there's a language barrier. She came from Bosnia in, like, fucking 1980, bruh. Don't pull that shit with me. She lived in both the UK and in the US 20 years per two decades per she learned how to speak english with a british accent and she learned how to speak english in american accent and moved to california california so, so do not sit here and tell me that slorena jenkins is misunderstood and she has a language barrier she speaks English quite well. Oh, but on the show, she's always like stuttering. Like, how you say, how you say. Mm-hmm. You really believe that shit? Damn, y'all really are stupid as fuck. Y'all really are stupid as fuck. Just like the Lisa Rinna stands who believe everything she fucking says. Even though she's a known liar. Gaslighter. Potsterer. I mean, come on if y'all genuinely use or consider Lisa Rinna as a reliable source, you need to go back to college and get a different degree because clearly the one that you got is not working for you because your brain cells aren't brain selling. You are literally choosing to believe a known liar over those who actually speak the truth. That is fucking stupid. Y'all can hate on me in the DMs. You're a clown. I'm just saying, if you support Diana, Rinna, Erica, y'all are just clowns. Clown, 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 clown. Especially if they blocked your ass and you still are fangirling over them every day on your Instagram stories. Talking about, oh, they always keep the haters fed. But they blocked you and you're still fangirling over them. It's giving delusional. It's giving, I'm clinging on for dear life and hoping they notice me because I'm a desperate attention whore. And it's okay to admit that. You're just a sad fuck. And I know of a few sad fucks, unfortunately. It's kind of sad that you're a grown-ass person fangirling over somebody that doesn't even like you. To the point that they lumped you in with us haters and blocked you. Get a grip on reality, honey. You're out of touch. Anyways, Diana's not misunderstood. She uses that language barrier as an excuse conveniently when she's in the hot seat. She goes from having perfectly normal sentences, but once the fire is on her, it's like, oh, oh, I, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I'm from Bosnia. All she does is fucking talk about Bosnia and Herzegovina. Diana's whole storyline is Bosnia. Like, it's to the point where it's going to become a drinking game. Drink every time you hear Diana talk about Bosnia. 
throughout season 12. You will be drunk. You might die of alcohol poisoning. That's how badly it is. That's how much she talks about it. And quite frankly, it is annoying. And we all know her husband's gay. I mean, did you not see him perform at that Christmas party? Oh, you can't read that girl. Oh, you can't read that bit. He gay. He with you for the money, honey. I'm not saying leave him, but like, he a little fruity. It's hard to believe he actually had sex with you and helped you produce a child. It really is hard to believe. Ain't no way you didn't use a surrogate. And mm-hmm. ways. Yeah, so Diana obviously is definitely not coming back. Thank God. Get away from me with this purge face. We are done. We are done. And your bot attack lawsuits aren't doing shit for you either. I'm waiting for Garcelle's investigation. And hers is the only one that matters. Diana, we know you're just trying to save face and kiss Lisa Rinna's ass so you can get the fuck out. Now let me address Crystal Kung Dinkoff. Mm-hmm. You see, Crystal, I was really rooting for you despite you having a lackluster storyline and clinging to everything for dear life. But you blocked me, so you a bitch. I don't like you. So you can go, okay? Ain't nobody like you. I didn't even know you had an eating disorder until this season, honey. I know them producers were telling you to step up your game, so then you started talking about your eating disorder. And... No shade to those who actually suffer from an eating disorder. But in my opinion, I am tired of constantly hearing about eating disorders. Literally on every franchise, you get like 10 eating disorder storylines for each of them. And I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm, t- I'm sorry. I'm just sick and tired of every season hearing about somebody's eating disorder. Mm-mm. Because they make it their whole storyline for the whole season it's just like bro we are not interested anymore it's overused i'm over the eating disorder storylines the cheating storylines legal issue storylines going to jail story. it's all repetitive at this point i want something new something that's not annoying to listen to like crystal's wokeness sis really got mad at kyle because she got the Toothless Not Homeless charity name wrong. She was all like, you said Toothless Not Homeless. It's almost not Toothless. Come on. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. Girl, catch a break. Girl, run up a hill. Take a joke. Laugh a little bit. Maybe that's why nobody likes you. Because you too damn serious. You too damn woke. And you take shit too damn seriously. And you... <laughs> and your Instagram post looks like... You are posting from the point of view of a 45-year-old middle-aged Karen who doesn't know what the fuck she's doing. Your Instagram pictures scream woke. Your angles scream woke vegan. And it's not giving. It's not cool. It is not fetch. You need to loosen up. Laugh. Have more fun. Stop taking shit seriously. And Michael Jackson is not problematic. Requesting Michael Jackson at a damn club is not problematic, and you motherfucking know it. Did you not say you were Kathy Hilton's friend? 
because I believe if he were truly her friend, you would know that she was childhood friends with Michael Jackson. They literally, their kids were best friends growing up. They were like white on rice. And you want to sit here and say, Kathy requesting Michael Jackson is problematic, but you don't expect older women to understand that? No. That has nothing to do with their age, honey. They were besties. Come correct now. So clearly you ain't Kathy's friend because you don't, you know, you don't know shit. about Michael Jackson. So yes, you are just a millennial, a stupid one at that, and uneducated. Period. Disgusting. Get the fuck out of here. You're problematic as fuck. How about that? You know, maybe requesting R. Kelly. Is that that the right one? R. Kelly? The one who's the pedophile? Having sex with minors? Kids? Requesting R. Kelly that would be problematic requesting Kanye West requesting new Kanye West would be problematic you know if you want to request Kanye West from like 2007 you know like flashing lights stronger you know those songs that's not problematic but requesting Jesus is king and what whatever music he's releasing nowadays that would be problematic because of all the shit that he that just spews out of his mouth with no concern. That's problematic. But do not sit here and say Michael motherfucking Jackson is problematic. Was he accused of things? Yes, but he was vindicated. He was cleared. The court ruled that he was innocent. So therefore... He did nothing wrong. Not problematic. So clearly, you are one of those millennials that reads headlines, but not the full article. Be a Sutton who reads the full article, who gets the details, knows the facts, and doesn't just read a title saying, oh, Michael Jackson's a pedophile, so don't request his music. Shut the fuck up, bitch. I hope you get fired. Moving on to Lisa Rinna. This is going to be a real motherfucking headache. I don't know why production is struggling to choose between Lisa Rinna, the housewife everybody hates, or Kathy Hilton, the friend of the show that's a fan favorite and carried the back half of season 12. As a friend... Every one of these girls were talking about Kathy since before the season aired. And she isn't even full-time, honey. She don't even have a diamond in her hand. Yet she's the talk of the motherfucking country. Since January. And she's a friend. She was at that reunion for two seconds. And her impact lasted for nearly a year. Her impact is still lasting because Lisa Rinna is still popping off on her bullshit. Two weeks after the season is officially over. Take note of that. Rinna will say anything to clear her name 
or prove her point correct. We all know Kathy isn't the problem. Kyle's the problem. I see why none of her sisters want to be around her. Because she's just... She literally said in an interview she didn't feel like defending Kathy at the reunion simply because she didn't feel like it. Like, how can you just say that? She's like the Joe and Melissa Gorga to Teresa Judice. Unsupportive siblings. It's annoying to watch. Like, can't you just defend your fucking sister for once and stand in that? So much for family, am I right? Garcelle is more of a sister to Kathy than you are, Kyle. Where were you when Kim was going through her shit? You were busy yelling at everybody who was actually there for her. Where were you when Kathy was going through all this shit? Sitting there making face. Boring. Fake as fuck sibling. And as somebody with fake as fuck siblings, this is personal. Very personal. And Lisa Rinna, you whole ass ruined a relationship between two sisters. You should be disgusted and ashamed of yourself. But let's talk about the husband. And I hope you hear this, Lisa Rinna, because I'm about to talk about your husband and his Nazi looking ass. You wanted to go to a Halloween party with your husband. Knowing damn well he was wearing a swastika shirt. And you just thought that shit was okay? You thought shit was right? You went along with it? Like, Rena, I know you're a stupid bitch, but goddamn, you must be the most stupid, idiotic bitch I've ever seen. Holy shit. We all know you started changing your stupid ass hair after Brandy called you out in season five. Because every season after that, you had a whole different hairdo trying to look like the next Kim K. You know what? Let's talk about the Kardashians too while we're at it. You want to sit here and say that Kathy's trying to be the next Kardashian? Honey, I don't know if you've ever done your history on Kathy and I'm assuming you don't because you're stupid, but Kathy made the Kardashians. Kathy's not jealous of the Kardashians, nor does she want to be them. She made them famous. And you can even ask your girl, Kris Jenner, that. Kris even said that they would not be where they are right now without Kathy. So you're lying. If Kris Jenner herself can admit that Kathy was the one that helped them get to this level of fame, then you're a liar. You are not a reliable source. You're a delusional source. Harry never asked for Garcelle to say thank you for the bolognese sauce. Yo ass just wanted to be petty and pick an issue with Garcelle and say, oh, you never said thank you, even though she did. Uh-uh. And all your fake ass beef with Sutton, girl, aren't you like 60 and yet you're still acting like this? I don't give a fuck that your mama just died. It's been a year, bitch. I, as an eight-year-old child who lost his mom, remained more calm than you have been this entire motherfucking season. And that says a lot. If me, at the time, an eight-year-old child who just lost his mom, 
was able to still act like a normal, calm human being, how are you, a 60-year-old, twisting your mother's death and using that as a blatant excuse to attack, belittle, bitch, and mentally destroy your fellow castmates? You should be ashamed of yourself. Lois will be ashamed of you. She is rolling around in her grave because you know damn well that's not what Lois wants from you. Does Lois want you to speak the truth? Probably, but not like this. And certainly not acting like this. Oh, but Lois would want me to keep going. I think Lois would want you to take some time away from the goddamn show and get your shit together because your mom just fucking died. And I wouldn't blame you because I wanted you off this show after season 11 anyways. I mean, did you not see The Real Housewives of New York City season 12, Dorinda? She let her problems get the best of her and she did not have a good season. And clearly, Lisa Rinna, you did not have a good season because your fan base has now been chopped in half. Nobody likes you anymore. Nobody wants you on pause. They want you canceled. They want you done for good. And so do I, because because of you and your little bitch, Erica Jane. Yes, Erica Jane, you are Lisa Rinna's little bitch. Just admit it, you're submissive, we all get it. Because of you two, plus Diana, you have made it feel like a chore to watch this season. At this point, it's a flex to say that I watched season 12 of R of Robh. That's what I like to call it. I watched season 12 of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills start to finish. Y'all made it so goddamn exhausting and ain't even funny. I hope all three of you bitches get fired. I already know one of you's definitely gone. Because y'all make me sick. Let me not talk about Erica because she makes me sick. Everything about her makes me sick. She ain't that bitch and she will never be that bitch. She stole money from dead people and plane crash victims. So get away from me with this. Notice how literally nobody besides your castmate showed up to your hair extension launch. Nuh-uh. Sad as fuck. Just like you. You should be ashamed of yourself. Season 13 needs to be a clean slate of people we actually like. And three of these bitches need to go. And Dory, I'm looking at you too, girl. You need to go or get yourself demoted. You are boring. You are basic. And every time you yell at Garcelle, it's a no for me. Because it's a microaggression. Doree, all you do is kiss ass. Back in season 7, season 8, you were that bitch. You would cuss anybody out. But now it's like, oh my god, I gotta tiptoe around them because they're my friends. Oh my god, I gotta lick their booty hole every time I'm on TV. No, girl. Get your backbone. Okay, because this whole ass kissing shit the past few seasons it makes you look so fucking pathetic. Honestly, if Kathy did call you a stupid, useless idiot, I'd clap. Yes, Kathy girl. 
nothing but facts. Because Doree, let's be honest, honey, you are a stupid, useless idiot. <laughs> That's all I gotta say about her. And Crystal is a piece of shit. Not Sutton, though. So if Kathy called Crystal a piece of shit... Kathy knows what the fuck she's talking about. But that's T. As far as the rest of the cast goes, they will all be back. Kyle, Erica, Garcelle, Sutton, they'll be back. And I think Kathy's gonna come back too. So, bye Lisa. See you never, bitch. Hopefully one day you can actually own it. And filming was supposed to start next month, and I would have been so upset if that happened. Because if filming is set to start a couple weeks after the reunion finishes, you already know ain't nobody gonna leave the show. And if that was the case, I just wouldn't watch the show anymore. I wouldn't. I'd be like Kathy and leave. Because this shit is insufferable. But filming is now expected to start in January. And guess who might be on the next Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip? Garcelle and Sutton. Notice how Garcelle stays booked and busy getting all these acting roles and all these opportunities and Lisa Rinna lost all of hers. Just saying. Garcelle don't need to do anything to stay relevant. She is the moment. And y'all are just mad and you can't take that. You can't accept that as facts. But that's not my problem. The cast for season four of the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip will be Garcelle, Sutton, Beverly Hills, Dolores Catania and Margaret Josephs from New Jersey, Gina Kirchenheider and Emily Simpson from Orange County, and Ashley and Robin from Potomac. I think, I think that's it. Yeah, that should be it. And I am pleasantly surprised and pleased with this cast, except for the Orange County part. Gina and Emily are insufferable, annoying. Oh God, they are so annoying. They do not need another platform. So whoever keeps trying to make them a thing and trying to make them happen needs to get fired too. We, they don't deserve to be on Ultimate Girls Trip, at least not on season four, maybe on season 10 or 12, but not season four. From Orange County, they should have put Shannon, Heather maybe. Shannon and somebody else. But definitely not those two. Mm -mm. No. No. Dare I say Kelly Dodd? No, I don't want to see her on my screen, but I don't know who else to put. Because the theme is dynamic duos. And Tamara and Vicky have already been on Ultimate Girls Trip. But I definitely think Shannon needs a chance up there. So. And season four is expected to film in Hong Kong in January 2023. I do feel a little uncomfortable about them, fi- about them filming in Hong Kong. Because they have strict... COVID restrictions still there. And I don't know if this is also still true to this present day, but if you go to China, not only do you have to get COVID tested, I think you have to do anal swabs. And that's uncomfortable to even think of. 
I don't know. For me, after COVID, I wouldn't feel comfortable going to China. Because if COVID did originate in China and they still have these heavy, heavy, heavy lockdowns and the potential anal swabs, I'm, I'm good. I'm good on that. I'm good. Thank you. Plus, I've already been to China. Not Hong Kong, but I've been to Beijing. So that, that was good enough for me. That was it. It was a nice trip. But everybody wanted to do the historic excursions. That's not really my thing. But it was beautiful temples. No hate to China. But after everything that's been happening, I'm good. But season three of Ultimate Girls Trip is going to premiere in January. And I'm looking forward to that. They filmed in Thailand. Back in... Shit, when did they film? I want to say September. Like... Or was it July? I don't remember, but they filmed in Thailand. And my Miami girls are coming back next month, December 8th, 11 a.m. But that's that's Pacific time or whatever. But the first four episodes will be premiering on Peacock. So I can't wait. I can't wait. It gives me something else to do. A good Christmas binge. But anyways, back to Beverly Hills. The rumor mill is saying that Brandy Glanville and Lisa Vanderpump are returning. And I'm here for it. They need to return. I need to see more housewives that I can at least tolerate. But now the streets are saying that LVP is not going to return. Which is probably the more likely situation. But a girl can dream. A girl can absolutely dream. (laughs) Now let's talk about Orange County. Orange County recently wrapped filming season 17 last week. On the 5th, I believe. And... Rumors are saying Heather barely filmed this season because she isn't getting along with anybody. And her husband, Terry, is allegedly cheating on her and having an affair with someone else. And it's being alleged that after season 17, she is gone. Season 17 might be her swan song. After her second comeback season, she's out, honey. I, I thought Heather would stay on Orange County for at least three or four seasons as like a comeback era thing but I didn't think it would just be two but I kind of I kind of I'm betting that's what's gonna happen because she did sell her gigantic home in Orange County and she's now going to move to LA so I can see her leaving Orange County because LA is far from Orange County it's like a couple hours away And production is also looking at putting her on the next season of Beverly Hills, which would also make sense. I think she would fit in well with those girls. She is very rich and arrogant and can get into drama. So I could definitely see that happening. And if that happens, the rumors are saying that Vicky will then become full-time for season 18 because she makes a few 
friend appearances throughout season 17. She was even on the final cast trip and was filming at the finale. So I think she's a friend. And I would gladly welcome that news. Real Housewives of Atlanta, there is allegedly going to be two newbies in some capacity. We have Janelle Steffens, who was seen filming at Ross's birthday back in October. And then we have, ooh, I forgot her name. But there was another lady joining, and she was spotted filming a few times with the group. I believe her first appearance was at Candace's Deep Space performance in Atlanta. What is her name? It's like, was it like Jennifer or something? I don't remember. But she might be joining in some capacity. But the rest of the cast is returning. All, the whole full-time cast is returning. And Queen Monietta Shaw is returning most likely as a friend. And I'm glad she is returning. Love her. Love her husband. Because he's cute as well. And his reactions are always on point. So I'm glad that she's back for another season. Hmm. No news on Dubai yet. Literally none. But I did want to talk about all of these other shows but i think i will save that for the next podcast because the time is getting a little long so that is all the tea that i have for this episode so i hope y'all have a blessed day and i will see you guys later remember to follow me on instagram at the housewife collector and stay up to date with me stay up to date on housewives and everything that's going on the hcu because i will keep y'all informed all right peace everybody that was cj the housewife collector with all of his opinions on married to medicine bravo and all the bullshit that this network continues to spit in our faces good times good times i hope that you guys enjoy him on the podcast because he's definitely one of my favorite if not my favorite guest to have on the show and he's definitely the perfect choice for a correspondent let me know how you feel about him recapping all of the Bravo shows and the HCU news that, you know, I don't have time to watch because I have all these other shows. Make sure you guys send him a comment at his Instagram page, The Housewife Collector, and let him know how much you appreciate him and remind him how much I appreciate him as well. But while you're there, let him know how excited you are for our podcast together, Two Pods, Four Walls. That is a Love is Blind podcast where he and I are going to go back to the very beginning of season one, episode one of the American version of Love is Blind and watch, recap, discuss 
all of the things from Love is Blind season one up until now. We're going to be covering the new season, seasons four and five. And we're just going to be talking about all things the American version of Love is Blind. We're going to be talking about the complexities of relationships within a social experiment, especially when that social experiment is being wrapped in reality television. And we're going to have some very deep and interesting conversations about love and relationships from some unique perspectives. Those perspectives being someone who's single and in their early 20s like CJ and somebody who's older and married in their early 30s like me. I can't wait to see how this dynamic shakes out because if you've heard us on the pod together, then you know that we get into the shits. So when it comes to us having our own show together, you know it's nothing but entertainment and explosive conversation. So, with that being said, make sure you're subscribed everywhere that you can find me, from Real Reality Realness to Blind Love Abroad. You can find all of that on Real Reality Realness on Instagram. That is the central hub for all things going on with Sean Ellis Rogers. Eventually, the name of the Instagram page is going to change to accommodate all of the new things that I have going on. And it's going to be become more of a hub for all of the podcasts that I'm working on versus just a page specifically for Real Reality Realness. I think I'm going to turn it into a hub for all the podcasts that I do so that I don't have to create separate Instagram pages for each and every podcast and make sure that I'm able to dedicate the time to promote each and every podcast the way that it deserves. And I think that if I have one page where I'm putting out all of that content in one place, I think it'll be easier to find for one and it'll be easier for me to manage for two. So right now you're able to find that real reality realness. And if by the time this episode comes out, the name of the um, YouTube channel has changed or the name not the youtube channel the name of the instagram channel has changed i will be sure to let you guys know as the episodes go on and as soon as i do it so that you don't have to be confused so anyway with that being said i'm gonna close make sure you guys always be real stay in reality and always bring the realness i am sean ellis rogers this has been real reality realness and until next time i love every single one of you from the bottom of my green heart emoji See you later. Bye. Peace.